0: with another episode of Live On Purpose Radio. And my guest today is going to help us do just that. This is Ramey Chosey. Ramey is a, a coach. She's a trainer. She's a speaker. She's an author. She's a thought leader around getting unstuck. That is perfect. Welcome to Live On Purpose Radio, Ramey. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Dr. Paul. You know, it's funny. I, I noticed one day that when people call me, that's one of the first things they say, I'm feeling stuck. And it was like this really common thread. Who among us has never felt stuck, right?
0: Oh, for sure. And as a psychologist, you'll be surprised maybe to hear that I get it all the time too. Yeah. Probably the most common term that people use for some, a more general term that I refer to is captivity. Mm being stuck, but it can go to the extreme of being incarcerated.
1: Yeah. In, into a trap of almost any kind, psychological or physical.
0: Exactly. Yeah, And you know something about this because of your own experience and history. Would you introduce that for us yes. by sharing a bit of your story?
1: Yes. I want to preface it by saying that I often tell people it's never the situation with a capital N. It's never the situation that has you stuck, but your energy about it, your thoughts about it, your emotions about the situation <sighs> that, put us in the, right? that put us in this place of being stuck. Yes.
0: yes. I so, love what you're saying. This is a little hard to swallow for some folks, but I think you've got some good examples that will help to illuminate that for us as we move yeah. in.
1: Absolutely. So w- what happened for me was I was out on a walk one day, just a peaceful evening walk, you know, la 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 singing with the birds. And all of a sudden it occurred to me, wow, I'm being abused by my minister and my church. And oh, by the way, that minister is my husband. And oh, wow, it was a little bit hard to swallow. First of all, I'm pretty smart. I'm pretty savvy. I'm pretty bright. How the heck do I end up in the situation where I'm being abused in any form or fashion? Right. And I think sometimes it's just that we allow these little tolerations in, or sometimes we have, you know, old beliefs that we somehow justify it. doesn't matter. All kinds of ways that we find ourselves in these situations. Right. But I did a little Facebook post and I just asked, have you ever felt abused or manipulated by your church or your minister? I figured I might get one or two people. Uh I got over 152 people in two hours.
0: Bloodgates.
1: Yeah. Floodgates. That's an understatement. And I got everything from the bearded old man in the sky to, you know, more modern. I remember one woman told me that she was approaching 50 years old and had never been married because she was molested as a child within her church. And she just flat out didn't trust men. And she said, man, I look back on my life and boy, what have I missed out on? Right. Oh, So, yeah. It can be deep, and it can be painful, and it can be in this in this place where I had somebody say, say it feels like it just shattered my soul. Yes. So, yeah. Tragic. You
0: know, Rami, I've heard so many stories yes. about abuse. And in my early career, I focused on children, adolescents, and families, and uh, all of the allegations that were coming out about abuse and mistreatment, and it's... It's just horrendous to think that this is going on, which it is. So Mm -hmm. let's open our eyes to it. Yeah. It's, there are so many things about abuse that I hate Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: and we could probably get distracted by talking about all of the evils of abuse, (laughs) but I think, I think your message is one of liberation, not captivity. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, and t- it's true. It's true. Because invalidation, whether it's just bullying that's so common these days, it seems like, mm-hmm. but any kind of invalidation really serves to squash us and make us smaller. And so we need some ways to get out of that so that we can not only function, but as you say, expand our lives.
0: Hmm. So how is it done?
1: <laughs> well, I think if I were going to bottom line it, are you asking for a great bottom line?
0: The we'll start with that and then maybe okay. we can build on the bottom line.
1: Yeah, this is kind of my, um, I, I get kind of, gosh, should I use the word annoyed when you pick up a book and it takes them 10 chapters to get to the solution. <laughs> I'm like, uh, give me the solution right up front and then I'll go fill in the blanks. Man. So if I were going to bottom line it, I would say that it all gets down to recognizing that we are. Creative vibrational beings if we're going to work with the laws of the universe. We understand everything is vibration And so at the very most basic level if we change our own vibration Everything around us begins to change, right? So when we find ourselves in full-on abuse or just a little bit of invalidation we have an opportunity in that moment to not not go down that negative spiral that our egos love to take us down, but Mm -hmm. to grab hold of that energy right in that moment and direct it in a more positive direction, even if it's only our thoughts, we can't always change the other person. We can't always influence them, but we can influence our own thoughts and do it in a snap.
0: It's fascinating to me, that that we have a choice Mm -hmm. in this matter, but until we see it as a choice, it's not. Yeah. That's where people are staying stuck, I think. Has that been your experience?
1: Oh, for sure. And this is why when we think about this topic of alchemy, for instance, uh, having a transformative power that's almost magical. Mm. Uh, I mean, alchemy by definition is a, is a process to bring about change, right? And yeah. the idea that we have this magic right at our fingertips through the simple shift in a thought is, uh, it's huge. It's huge, but it's simple at the same time.
0: You're talking at a couple of different levels here because I'm hearing that this is how we change the things in our world, including circumstances and situations, but it may even be the physical things that surround us. And the other level that I'm hearing very clearly, maybe because I'm a psychologist, <laughs> is that this has a powerful impact on how we feel
1: yeah.
0: and how we think, and then that, of course, contributes to how we show up as a powerful creator mm-hmm. in our own world.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, you're, you're kind of making my brain split in two different directions right here. I kind of feel this um, conjecture, where conjecture is yeah. not the right word, but on the one hand, when we have someone that has spiritual injury or trauma, uh, that is Mm. kind of a twofold approach because I look at it as both psychological and neurological. We have psychological aspects where we can find a great therapist and go talk it through, but there's also a neurological aspect where we have to rewire the brain and that's where some of this positive thinking can come in. Mm -hmm. So even if it's a simple trauma, a little T or a big trauma like a big T, it's sort of the same two-pronged, Process. But then the other place that my brain split was our soul's purpose, the bigger purpose, while we're here on this planet right here, right now. What does our soul want? So, two conversations. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) That's what I love about working with people. Mm -hmm. And and it is complex, there are multiple levels where this is going to apply. And most of those. I'll come back to some very simple principles that can then apply in multiple settings, uh, wherever we find ourselves. Mm-hmm. Some of those simple principles, I'm sure, uh, you've honed into some of the same ones that I have. <laughs> Would you share what, what are some of those that bubble to the surface for you? Whether you talk about at, at whatever level we address.
1: I think the first one that comes to mind is to know that the universe isn't personal. It's simply following our instructions. The universe is completely impersonal. It doesn't care. It follows our instructions, which is our vibration. If we are having negative emotions and negative thoughts, we're going to find negative experiences in our path.
0: Mm.
1: We have the more positive Thoughts, and we're directing that positive energy toward a positive outcome, for instance, the universe will go out and find positive experiences for us. The universe is impersonal. And I'm sure you have heard people say like I have, the universe hates me. (laughs) No, it's just following your instructions.
0: (laughs) You know what image came to mind as you shared that? I used to, earlier in my career, when I was working with children and adolescents primarily, I, I was running a group of juvenile delinquents. Now that label was given to them by people who referred them to the group. And the court had actually deemed them ungovernable. Wow. This is a group of kids that I was working with. And I still remember one day, this kid in the group, he was probably 15 or so, and and he chimes in with his opinion about something. And what he said was, the police are out to get me they're always hassling me they're always bothering me right yeah and my response to that was well that's weird the police never bother me
1: (laughs) it must just be
0: you (laughs) it must just be him right i mean he's taking it so personally the police are their whole existence is to bother him yeah right And that's a great example of how sometimes we take it personally. Yes. And he wasn't tuning in at all to the fact that he was out there breaking laws and that was attracting the police (laughs) to him. (laughs) Somehow that didn't connect in the neurons.
1: Yeah, like Dr. Phil says, you either get it or you don't. I didn't understand that expression for a long time, but as I've gotten older, it's made a lot more sense. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Right. That's kind of what you're talking about, right? Right.
1: Yeah, the universe is impersonal. It really doesn't, I hate to say it, sorry, it doesn't really care about you personally.
0: Right, but it yeah. it it is ready to return an abundance to you of whatever it is you're seeking, yes. whether yes. you know you're seeking it or not.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. And that's why, I've. you know, I'm one of these people who I've never, let's see, how can I say this? When we think in terms of visualizations and affirmations, I'm sort of pro and sort of con. I can see the advantages of both. But what I do know
0: Mm. is that
1: by practicing visualizations and affirmations, you're at the same time changing your thought process. Even when you sit down and do some brainstorming, just that very simple activity begins to look at positive possibilities. And that creates that new pathway, not just in the brain, but a new pathway for the universe to come and serve us. Right?
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's powerful the idea of affirmations and I used to think oh I, I don't know what I used to think when I was younger about affirmations except that they didn't seem to work mm. but <laughs> but using them as a practice using them to you know when you find yourself in a challenging situation it's one way to begin to create a roadmap out of that you know negative thought pattern that we've held onto up until the challenge reared its ugly head right yeah
0: fascinating. Mm. Ramey, I could just sit here and philosophize with you all day long (laughs) uh, because there's so many interesting aspects to that. As we come back from this break, I'd love to get really practical. Can we do that? Sure. And we'll dig into what some of the practical applications are for these ideas that we're sharing. Folks, this is Ramey Chausset at Live On Purpose Radio, and we'll be right back. Do you dream of making a bigger difference more of the time? Have you thought about life coaching as something that you would like to offer? If you are an influencer or a speaker or a leader or a coach, this webinar is for you. In this webinar, I'll share with you seven important clarities that are absolutely essential to setting up a successful life coaching practice. If you're ready to take some courageous steps to add life coaching to the services you offer your clients, register now at liveonpurpose.coach forward slash webinar. That's liveonpurpose.coach.com forward slash webinar. And welcome back. Ramey Chose at Live On Purpose Radio today. We're getting unstuck. And I love this conversation, Ramey, because uh, we think about some similar things. We've both had a chance to ponder, and your cat just jumped up on your chair.
1: (laughs) It's nice to work with our little family pets, isn't it?
0: As an audio podcast, I have to describe that to you because (laughs) you didn't see it. (laughs) The cat just jumped in. and and
1: You notice I didn't say a word, but it got your attention.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ramey, when you're helping people to get unstuck, sometimes we just need some practical, here, try this, uh, sorts of instructions. What can you share with us along those lines?
1: I have a great little workshop exercise. It's probably the favorite one that I do because people have so many aha moments. And so, for your really? listening audience, uh, if you want to grab a piece of paper, I'll walk you through. It's a really quick exercise that that I hope is mind blowing for you, as it was for me when I created it.
0: <laughs> okay, awesome. So, now, if you're driving, use please, the imagination of your mind. Yeah, do this in your mind, or wait until you get home. But let's. So, so grab a piece of paper. Follow along. You're mm-hmm. going to blow our minds.
1: Yeah. Are you going to do it too, Paul?
0: I'm looking for my paper. For a piece
1: of paper. <laughs> so while he's while he's looking, I'll say grab a piece of paper or on the imagination of your mind and draw two stick figures, one on the left and one on the right side of the page. I could say I have a degree in master's art or the fine, fine arts or whatever you call it, but I don't. So I draw stick figures. <laughs> stick
0: figures. Yep. Yeah, I'm right with you.
1: Yep. One on the left and one on the right. Okay. And what you'll do... Is draw a big circle around the one on the right. Okay. And so on the one on the left, you could label that your ego self or your negative self. And the one on the right, I like to call your soul self. You could also call this your higher self or even your inner CEO if you have a more business logical mind and you don't want to be too woo woo. And so what you'll see is that the one on the right there, your soul self, that big circle. That's your soul. Because if that were inside of you, it'd be too big and your physical body would implode. (laughs) So your soul is much bigger than you are, reaches into all dimensions that we don't even need to talk about today. So Mm -hmm. what you can also do is draw a dashed line between the two figures. And that dashed line would be like a rubber band. Represents that there's some flexibility there. Your ego self can pull on you and stretch on you, try to pull you out of your center. Somebody else's ego can also pull and stretch on you, right? Mm -hmm. So I like to call this a line of irresponsibility or a line of responsibility, your choice. It would be irresponsible to allow your ego self or anyone else's ego to pull you off your center. That's irresponsible, right? Mm. And I'll tell you why. Because if we were to say, well, what are the qualities of our soul self? We could write down all kinds of things. We could talk about um, inspiration. We could talk about wisdom mm-hmm. or clarity. We could talk about resilience, patience. Uh, one of my favorite qualities of my soul self is that I hold reverence for who you are and where you are on your journey. I hold honor. I honor who you are and where you are on your journey. That's one of my spiritual traits. And so yeah. obviously I could give you a list of 20 and you could come up with a hundred more, but you get the idea, right? Yes. And so over there on the other side of the page where your ego self is, The negative part of you, well, how easy is that to fill in all the negative words we can think of? Doubts, worries, frustrations, anxiety, indecision, anger. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Anger anger even serves a purpose. Believe it or not, it blocks you from who you are and your soul's purpose. Hmm. All right. Interesting, right? So what a lot of people will say is, well, we just have to learn how to release our ego. And I'm not really in that camp. In my camp, I say that ego is there to show us contrast between what we want and what we don't want. The mm-hmm. minute we experience a negative emotion, simply look at the opposite. You go into anger. Oh, I just hate that guy. Cut me off on the freeway, I guess, is a common well. What's the opposite emotion? Mm-hmm. I'd rather feel peaceful about my drive into work, so I think I'll take the train. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So Ego shows us contrast, but it doesn't mean that we have to succumb to its negative energies.
0: You know what? This is not a new idea. It's not. I'm thinking even of the, the ancient Taoist philosophy of yin and yang and how there has to be an opposition in all things. That yeah. That's how it's defined. So yeah. there's some power, right, in in feeling whatever you're going to feel. Yeah. And observing it, rather than getting tipped over by it,
1: and not getting stuck in those negative vibrations that block the experiences that you'd like to pull in.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: So is it okay with you if I go just a, a slight bit woo woo and for those, um, oh,
0: woo woo-woo woo today woo-woo. on purpose radio.
1: And so some people who are not tolerant uh, of anything outside of the dogma of religion, you can just close your ears for a little bit. <laughs> okay. But um, consider that we live on a third dimensional planet. As humans a planet of dualities right and wrong good and evil good and bad uh, and all sorts of dualities negative positive Mm -hmm. Um, we have fourth and fifth dimensions and on above and in the fifth dimension for instance where our angels and the archangels and so on live there's only pure positive light there is no contrast of ego there's only love and light and Mm -hmm. so consider the possibilities that we may come to this earth a duality planet to experience these challenges so that we can learn to overcome ego and be able to better hold on to these spiritual qualities that we sometimes struggle with. Mm. Right. So this is a planet of duality. Uh, it's,
0: yeah.
1: we can't escape it. It's just there, but we can kind of practice our way around it so that we're not always hung up in that place of negativity and of feeling stuck. And getting stuck in it. Yeah. Right. Was that too woo woo or was that okay?
0: Uh, you know what? I'm not the best one to ask.
1: <laughs> we'll ask the audience. You can leave us a comment if you hate us or love us, <laughs> and you
0: can let us know uh, what you think about that. I'm I'm loving what you're talking about because we only know the realm that we're in, right? And it doesn't mean that that it, the others don't exist. There was a a book years ago called Flatland mm-hmm. uh, that was about a two dimensional world, and it's all these geometric shapes that live in a plane and trying to imagine what that would be like, you know, living in a two dimensional world. Well, we don't, we live in a three and four dimensional world. If you include time, uh, which is different from that. Well, could there be another dimension that adds a whole new depth Mm -hmm. to what we can experience as you set us up for this, um, exercise Rami. i was i was noticing that all of these positive characteristics that we can write under the soul self and all of these negative characteristics that we write under the ego self they're all there yeah it doesn't mean you're a bad person if you're feeling those things just notice them and what it can indicate to you
1: we have a choice in every moment yeah yes Mm
0: -hmm. choice wow that's powerful
1: (laughs) imagine that
0: (laughs) so this exercise is to raise the awareness yeah and to open up some possibilities
1: yeah it's just to me it, it was useful to know that there's that line of irresponsibility that there was this flexible line where ego could try to pull us off center and the truth is when we're off center we don't make good decisions or we get stuck in indecision, or we can't find our soul's purpose, and we feel like we're lost in the cloud. And so knowing that we have a way to recenter in our spiritual center, or our soul mm-hmm. self, whatever you want to call it, we have access to more personal power, we have more access, you know, to help from above, if that's where we like to get it. And I, I want to say, I know some people, I, I can only deal with what's in the physical world, I can't think about this other stuff, and that's fine. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just don't like people who um, have been invalidated, who have been abused, who have been bullied. That think there's no way out. That that really just kind of breaks my heart. So I like to present some tools, as I'm sure you do, for helping people to to choose some other options.
0: Right. Awareness creates opportunities and possibilities that were not there before. Well, they were there, but if you're not aware of them, they might as well not be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I've often said this to my clients until we see it as a choice. It's not.
1: I love that. That's a tweetable. I mean, that's so obvious. That's like my dumb moment for the day. (laughs) I love that. That's
0: why the awareness is so important. See it as a choice. And you know what, Remy, I don't think, I don't think you or I are here to tell people how to think. No. We don't have that kind of authority. No. Um, But to see that they are, to notice that they've got this this amazing mind that, and I, I shared with you during the break. I'm reading Eckhart Tolle right now, and wow, what a powerful experience that is to read the Power of Now. And he helps to illuminate that you've got this mind, and if you don't learn how to drive it, it will drive you.
1: For sure. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's where we get stuck, isn't it? Yes. Wow. Yeah,
1: the ego, is, it's an amazing thing. I mean, it's quite insidious when you think about it at getting its own way. I know that some people are extremists. Uh, I've heard some people talk about how ego just wants one thing, and that's for you to be dead. I've heard that extreme. Um, but I personally just like to look at it a different way. It's presenting us with new possibilities and new opportunities if we choose to look at it that way.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, what a powerful concept. <laughs> Ramy! you mentioned to me earlier that there's uh, a book that is available to our listeners. Would you yes. introduce that to us next?
1: Absolutely. So it's called Unlock Your Hidden Power, The 22 Undeniable Laws of Alchemy. Uh, it's a, it's a wonderful book like the power of now in that you can just pick it up to any page and get something juicy out of it. Uh-huh. And so if you're looking to create a transformation in your life, if you're looking to make a change and you just want a little, a, a few little hints about how to get there. If you go to unlock your you'll see there's a place there where you can grab the whole book for free. The whole book for free. The whole book for free. And that's just for your listeners and your audience.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Unlock your And that's where they can get a hold of the book, which will help them get a hold of their own mind <laughs> and get unstuck. Right. <laughs> that's amazing. Remy, thank you so much for your contribution here today.
1: Thank you for your show. I've listened to quite a few episodes. If I do say I'm a huge fan, so thank you.
0: Oh, so honored that you're there. And now that you're here, you're on this side of the mic.
1: That is awesome. I wasn't always here, and it is lovely.
0: (laughs) And as you've been listening here today, I hope if you've connected with what Ramey has shared with us, that you'll connect with her. This is Ramey Chose. You can get the book at unlockyourhiddenpower.com. And you'll get it for free there. So better check in right now. And after this conversation, uh, probably you're thinking about some things that you can do to get unstuck. I hope that that is the case because now is the time for, for you to live on purpose.